the sign on the front red fender champ and a second hand guitar it was a stratocaster with a whammy bar we would jam in joe's garage hello 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 do i sound sound good no you sound great <laughs> all right let me know when we're uh you know when when that recording thing's happening all right well it is june 20th 2023 yeah, welcome to the Three Shells Podcast. Uh, welcome back. It's uh, season two. Uh, took a little bit of break. A lot has happened. Writer's Strike, uh, AI is on the rise. HBO Max is now Max. Um, I actually have a story to tell yeah. um, about the writer's strike. So okay. me and uh, my girlfriend Katie, we were supposed to see Bill Hader and Seth Meyers um, it was going to be like a premiere for Barry season four or something involving that where they were going to show like clips mm-hmm. and then there was going to be a Q&A and it was going to be, I don't think it was going to be in April. I forget when it was going to be, but like, I want to say two weeks before we were going to go, writer's strike hit. So they canceled it Oh, and and like, we're still waiting for them to the like, refund. Yeah. Yeah. Not the refund. They, they're going to comp us like the next oh. time that it happens. But... It might be a while. Um, last one lasted a hundred days. So yeah. yeah, that was way back in 2007. I have a background movie for us. <laughs> um, Scream 3 on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. I don't have it on VHS, unfortunately. But um, I was hoping for that. Um, it's okay. We'll have more high def. Yeah. Uh, I figured this is a good one because there's a lot of cameos in this one because <laughs> it takes place in Hollywood. So I'll just pop this in. And I, I need to take off this jacket too. It's making too much noise. I have the... <laughs> You Claire, to explain what I'm wearing? Uh, yes, it's like a Nike track jacket that looks like a mix between. Um, it has to do with the movies we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it, it's like a mix between um, the ghettos of Paris and the uh, the br- brutalism architecture of uh, Edinburgh, Scotland. Um, it's perfect though. You um, what's it called? You know, Scream though. To me personally, I. I always get it confused with the scary movies. So you could show me like one yeah. clip of scary movie and one clip of Scream, and I I, I won't be able to tell you what's the. I real believe one. the the like Scream was originally going to be called a scary movie, so took that idea. So all our movie. Jeopardy fans out there, if you're ever on Jeopardy, yeah, remember that one. Useless knowledge. Jusqu'ici tout va bien. Jusqu'ici tout va bien. Jusqu'ici tout va bien. Mais l'important, c'est pas la chute. C'est l'atterrissage. First off, these three movies, very cheerful. <laughs> very, uh, you know, we'll start, we'll start with La Haine. La Haine? La Haine. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so, um, it's basically... It's basically three teenagers to, like, early adults... Um, and it follows basically a day in the life of all of them uh, after a riot. Um, it was like a riot involving something, and their one friend Abdel uh, got, you know, got beat up by the police. So he got put into a coma. So it follows them throughout the day. Um, do you want me to like spoil bits of the oh, plot? Oh, um, I guess. Oh, well, let's wait a little bit. I guess. Okay. Yeah. No, you know what? Fuck it. Spoilers. If you, if you, okay. these movies are old. And I suggest you watch them. They're really good. Yeah, because you know? the main plot is basically just three kids like, yeah. you know, throughout the you day. You can't really but... spoil much of it besides the ending. 
Yeah, you dude, know? that ending. We'll get to the ending yeah. later, but soul crushing, right? Mm-hmm. I like shed a tear when I first saw that. I, I I follow like a bunch of random pages on Instagram. Yeah. And one of them's like a art it's called art house shit posting. Okay. <laughs> and it was a screen cap of the cow in the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, what? And it said like lion and then nineteen ninety whatever. And I was like, fuck dude, I need to watch this. And I found <laughs> it free on YouTube with the sub well, first first rule of free movie club on YouTube. Yeah. You do not talk about free movie club. Second okay. rule. <laughs> do I bleep this out? <laughs> Like I, I just enjoy seeing a movie that's like that. It, the time only takes place in one day, you know. Yeah, and, and it I follows, wanted to say this like, reminded me of Do the Right Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, especially the shot where they get to like downtown Paris, where it's like that zoom in, zoom out shot. Because I saw oh that the like Vertigo a, shot. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that, Spike Lee that was like good. Something. Yeah, yeah, that that was a crazy shot. That the first shot when he's like closing his eyes and it runs to him, kind of in a way. I've seen that in Spike Lee a lot. Oh, the first shot in the movie. Yeah, he's closing his eyes, but the, oh, the yeah. camera's far away and it runs to his face. I've seen that a lot in Do the Right Thing, and in Do the Right Thing, it just takes place in one day. It takes place in one setting, base or one setting, which is Paris, but it's such a big city. It's like but... the slums of Her- of Paris. It's like yeah. the outskirts, like the suburban outskirts. Yeah, of, like, and Paris. like the like main... projects. Yeah, yeah, and the main characters are you have a Jewish guy, you have Vincent Castell. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have an Arabian guy, and then you have a black guy. Yeah, and they're all friends, you know. And, like, it, it just proves, like, the power of, like, you know, just being lower class. Being yeah, it together. doesn't matter who you are. Yeah, because yeah. they all hate the police, too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just one of those human condition movies, like, you know. that That's why I like it as well, too, because, like, it, it feels like you're, like, peering into somebody else's life. You know, that, it doesn't That feel scene like, where yeah. that the little kid talks about, like, mm. the TV show. The actor. The actor, yeah. yeah. And, like... When he's talking about it, like the other guy's just throwing rock at, rocks at him, and he's like, "I didn't do it." He's like, "Then who the hell is it then?" <laughs> like, it's so funny. Like little things like that, little terrible character moments. I appreciate in the film as well. It shows you too that like all the all the kids, like no matter how young or old, who grow up there, all know each other and have a bond. You know? Yeah. Like it's not like projects that you think of in like you know like South Central LA where there's like a bunch of gang violence and all that stuff. Like, yeah, there's obviously violence everywhere mm-hmm. in the world and especially in, like, lower-class areas. But, like, you know, this kind of showed that, like, oh, they're all... All they do is hang out. And Cut Killer, the DJ, that was yeah. actually him. Like, you know, he's just, like, blaring fuck the police, like, out... out yeah, that was a great shot. Um, Very impressive, especially in a post... I mean, a it pre-drone... It was a balloon. It, it looked like a balloon. You it know probably I mean? was a weather balloon. Yeah. I was like wondering how they did that because they didn't, didn't have drones back then. So, you know. Not like now. Yeah, it be, it's, it's less impressive. Yeah. I'm a '90s uh, kid. '90s. '95, I think, right? I think so. Yeah. I don't remember the date. I think it is '95. That sounds right. Um, this movie predicted like pretend like eventual riots that did happen yeah. against the police. I think in 2005. Um. That's my half-ass research, but like I, I saw the documentary attached to this. Well, there's riot. There was riots going on in, in um, Paris too recently. Yeah, I yeah. feel like that's in the French spirit. I, maybe that's yeah. me, like just projecting as an American, just seeing like what's going on there. But like, it always seems like they're always fighting against something. Yeah. Ever since like the French Revolution. I was about to say yeah, ever since they brought the guillotine about. You know? Yeah, it's just like in their but it's their always blood. been for good reasons. I feel. Yeah. And like the beginning too, like. What's cool about like the beginning 
is that all the credits are only in the beginning. Like yeah. everybody who works. A lot of French movies, a lot of French movies do that because the, you know they end with Finn. Yeah. And then it just ends, you know. Bob Marley, Burning and Luton. I love that song. And the the powerful thing about that song too is that when he played it live in London, that was like right I think it was like right before Two Tone Scott and like a bunch of Jamaican immigrants. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So like a bunch of people got to see it like see them play in London. And if you you could listen to it, I think it's like it's called like Live in London or something like that. And it just sounds so powerful. Oh, the interface. It just sounds so <laughs> okay. powerful. And like, uh, you know, it, it kind of, it, it's a moving song and it definitely fits. One of my favorite scenes is when he's doing the taxi driver like impersonation yes. he's talking to me you're talking to me you know how they did that i do they had a stunt double mm -hmm. yeah and they yeah. had like uh they built like the room around it yeah this just has so much like influence into it too like i don't know i see a lot of scorsese in it too i was like good fellas there's a lot of like i feel robert de niro isms in the characters you know Not vincent castell is like yeah. i could see like i could i could see robert <laughs> de niro in his 70 in the 70s yeah playing playing this role did you know the director was the skinhead that they were I about do, to shoot? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, and that was like a powerful scene too, because you could see, sorry, you could see like uh, Vin's like contemplate it, because everybody was like hyping him up. But I think purposely, Hubert was like trying to hype him up to realize like, oh, you maybe you don't want to kill. Yeah, that that was like a real like testament, like because I feel like if Vin's killed him, that would have made the ending less sad for me but considering that he like kind of he kind of grew in like a day you know yeah it was like crazy stand by me is another one where like the kid is so fascinated with the gun and it comes in at the end i i never saw the movie as a kid because i always found it boring but when i went to vermont like mm -hmm. two years ago i was with my girlfriend's uncle and he put on the goonies yeah. which is a movie i also hated as a kid <gasps> don't know why I, I love this are you kidding piano. me okay but no no like like now i like it yeah but we also watched stand by me and poltergeist <laughs> and, okay and stand good, by me good I was choices like, yeah like, two oh, cory feldman good. movies there you know <laughs> you must be a fan uh, uh what's that one song from uh cory feldman ascension millennium i know uh um, angelic to the core the worst yeah. album of all time i know uh go for it featuring snoop Dogg. yeah Go for it! Shout out Corey Feldman. Maybe we'll do one of his movies. Oh, we did one of his movies. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter. He was in that. episode number nine. What a legend! He, yeah, he is. He is. Look up. Look behind you. That's the. Uh, that's the poster right behind you. Where? Friday. Look, stand up. You can't see it. It says three shows. You don't... Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right in front of you. Um, was the Jay and Silent Bomb? <laughs> yeah, I told you cameos galore in 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 uh Scream Three. Yeah, shout out Leonard, New Jersey. That guy has a messed up hairline. I mean, I can't really speak, but damn, ripping on Sydney's dad over here. In Scream Three. <laughs> didn't even know. Her I name. can't believe you didn't squash. notice uh Courtney Cox's uh hair in the movie. Well, I'll show you it. She's she'll she'll, she'll show up. Oh, she's been in all of them. I never. The only time I've seen the Scream movies is with you. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? You get an interesting experience while you're doing it.
We'll watch the first one next time you come. Okay, yeah. yeah we'll so do you a can... live action commentary. You know action. Matthew Lillard is in the first one. Wait, really? Shaggy, yeah. Oh, shit. Wait, you got to see Scream. Maybe we'll do that for the next podcast. Matthew Lillard is yeah. also in uh, Twin Peaks The Return. Oh, really? I didn't see Twin Peaks yet. Uh, well, I'll be... I know we'll Michael Sarah shows up, too. Spoiler alert. Dude, that... Michael Sarah has the same aura and, like, vibe oh, as Fred Armisen. Do you want me to spoil Michael Sarah the... cameo? Because you might not even watch the show. Sure. What show? He's in Black Mirror. He's in the new episode of Black Mirror, and it's so funny. It's great. It's great. <laughs> What's that one movie? Uh, End of Time or whatever, End of the World. No, what? with uh Seth Rogen, Scott James Pilgrim? Franco. No, James Franco. Oh, this is the end. This is the end. Yeah, yeah he's funny in that. Yeah. He gets killed Michael by a Sarah's, Yeah, like a, a light pole. pole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Michael Sarah's been on coke all night. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Want to see a magic trick? And he like blows blows in like face. Rihanna or something yeah. like that. No, Rihanna wanted to fuck him. That was. In the I think movie. it was the other way around. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. I remember somebody saying, look how skinny he is and how coked out he is. I want to <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> that was, uh, what's her face from The Office? Mindy Kaling. Yeah. 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 I've been watching The Mindy Project. I'm almost done with it. Speaking of it's funny. Scooby-Doo characters. Oh, the dogs are home. Yeah, you probably heard the dogs. Yeah. But uh, yeah, now, and th- uh, another theme about these movies is like cue cards or i don't know what you would call them but lion it says the time yeah um Title city cards. of yeah, yeah city of god it says like the the decades you know like 70s yeah. 60s and then um what's it called um same with train spotting but i forget what it says There's train spotting has like title cards for the characters in the beginning yeah and also um What's it called? It also has like the the and, like, worst, worst toilet. toilet. We'll get to that. That was like one of my favorite parts. Yeah, I think the ending is just a classic. Just like holy shit ending. But you still think you can prevent it from happening? Yeah, it's like one of those films where you're like, I I like you you watch it and you're like, I know the ending, but I still feel like it's not gonna happen. And then it still hits you. Like if you ever rewatch it, you're gonna have that feeling where you're like. I know it's gonna happen, but like I, I, I don't believe it, you know. Courtney Cox's hair. Oh. <laughs> the <laughs> reaction, like, yeah. The original turf bangs. Yeah. yeah. Pretty rough. <laughs> you never what saw happened? that in Friends. I don't know why. This was when she was doing Friends as well, so I don't know. Uh, classic Monica. Uh, the cow. The cow is good scene. He's like, "There's the cow from the other night." What do you think that means? I d- I'm not even joking. I was trying. I didn't pull up anything like what the old man the... in the bathroom yeah. or like what the cow meant. But like, honestly, I-, I like to think I have a creative mind. I don't know. I have no fucking I- clue. The old man in the bathroom is, it just, I don't know. I-, I see the point to that. It's just like, oh, all the, like just how like it gives a, I don't know, a sense of perspective to the characters that, oh, we're not the only ones suffering. Um, I'm going to give Lehen um a top shelf for for me it's in my top five so it's it gets the glass case glass case it does like i feel like i could watch that movie like every month and it's still it still gives me the feeling when i start it i like vins isn't gonna die at the end you know and it's still it's one of those where it psychologically fucks with your head and you're like, I can prevent stuff from happening. I can prevent the torture scene, you know? Yeah. I can prevent Abdel's death, but like, no. Whoever smells the- 
the Scream 3, by the way. <laughs> There's a giant explosion. Michael uh, Bell. Yeah. Um, I wanted to show you. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're still rolling down. Look at David Arquette's stunt double there. Great. What a hit. Have you seen David Arquette in other Yo, movies? Yeah, he has the gun. Yeah, he does. I think. Wow, what a reference. <laughs> is that a Lahem reference? Is that Zed Pequeños? Have you seen him in other movies, David Arquette? No. No. Maybe. Sharkborn Lava Girl? Yes. He's the parent. <laughs> he's, uh, he's Max's dad. I'll tell you a story about Sharkborn Lava Girl. Oh, please do. Um, oh, there's I'm going to get the DVD right there. Okay, there's a scene where... <laughs> this is going to sound so weird. I, I definitely had mental problems as a kid. There's a scene where my we rented it from Blockbuster or, or like home video or something where Lava Girl um, like hits Shark Boy in the butt with lava or something like that because he was being annoying and they're on like a raft or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I, I personally felt embarrassed during that scene as a kid. So my mom thought she would surprise me because she went into a... Oh my God! Hell yeah! I have the glasses for the movie. Three <laughs> D glasses. Sharkboy and Lava Girl. And my mom thought on. she would surprise me and give me a uh, what's it called? Like buy it for me so that we could watch it at home again. And I literally cried because I thought about that scene. And I was like, I'm embarrassed about that scene. So she she returned it, and we got like another movie. So I don't remember what movie. You think these will be worth something one day? Like. Actually, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like I could see like uh. Well, yeah, got the logo on them. Troublemaker Studios. Dimensional Pictures. I'm gonna fuck with my eyes, so I'm gonna put it on if we put on Shark Boy and Lava Girl after Scream Three. We should but, do yeah. these movies. Robert Rodriguez is one of my favorite directors, just because of his story and as as a kid, I loved his his movies. Personally, me, I need to rewatch uh Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Well, he also directed Spy Kids. So, oh, okay. Spy that makes a lot 3D. of sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Never, one and two are also didn't like, very see good. One and two. I know. We mentioned that in yeah. the other podcast. There's the as one well. scene where That's they're at crime. the water park. Why does everyone remember that? That's like in the <laughs> no. beginning of the movie. That's because... like the most un. Like, that's like. Literally isn't no, the opening scene. There's no, nothing happens because, in the water park. Because the Rocket Power video game for the PlayStation 2, one of the levels takes place in a water park that looks exactly like okay. that. Selena Gomez makes that a cameo in that scene. Um, she was in that. I'm, I know everything <laughs> Dude, about Spy the, Kids. I just remember. You don't, the you don't remember either. You don't remember uh, Elijah Wood as the guy. Yeah, in 3D. Yeah, I'm the guy. And Sylvester uh, Stallone as uh, the, <laughs> the toy maker. And then Danny Trejo's in there as the uncle. Yeah, Danny Trejo's in all three. Oh. All right, we can go to our next film, City of God, Portuguese. Uh, is no, no Brazilian, but is in Portuguese. Yeah, Brazilian film. How'd you hear about this? Um, so I feel like I've known about it since I was like in middle school or high school. I don't know why. I should explain the plot of the movie. Um, so City of God is about a city in Brazil in the nineteen sixties and seventies. And it basically tells you this like Shakespearean story about these gangs, and it follows in the in the uh, favelas. Yeah, uh, it basically uh, follows this gang war uh, and the rise of this gang uh, through this time and 
through the eyes of Rocket, a photographer. I got this recommended. Shout out my editing teacher from SVA, David Cass. Uh, he recommended me this, and he David showed. Cass. <laughs> he he showed uh he showed us the opening scene t- um in editing class, and he basically said oh, like chicken. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, and I agree with him. He's basically said like the the first scene it's edited in a way where it, you you're looking you're looking through the eyes of the chicken. Yeah. You know, you see the knife. It's very menacing. Like it's very scary. Like you know, you're about to get chopped up. It's supposed to be scary. And, and you're about to escape, you know. Yeah, and then he, like, what makes what makes it work seeing it uh, through the eyes of the chicken is the gang is going for the chicken as well. It makes the gang immediately a menacing force. It's little Z, um, Zeb Pequeno. And then it changes perspectives in such a cool way, where he sees the chicken. Well, the chicken goes runs on like this main road, and the main character Rocket sees the chicken. He turns around, he sees police, and he turns around, he sees the gang. Sh- pointing guns at him and then it flashes back well the cool thing about all three movies we're going to talk about yeah. is the beginning scenes all tie in at some point in the movie 1960s part yeah you have goose clipper and shaggy mm-hmm. and we have that other kid too little z but well, well, he was younger yeah he was a uh, little d-say or something little like d-say, that. Yeah. yeah and then you have benny as a kid and you have rocket as a kid yeah so yeah, so it starts off where before the favelas, it, it kind of looked like a cookie cookie cutter like town in like the southwest. Well, it looked like it looked like 1950s suburbs. Yeah. It looked like like you know classic like welcome to the suburbs. Yeah. You can have a picket fence and everything. Yeah, so like basically Shaggy, um, Clipper, and Goose, who is Rocket's older brother. Yeah, uh, they're all in a gang. Lil Z wants to be in the gang. So basically they rob like what was it, the water truck or a gas truck? Yeah. Um and you know, like they're, they're like, Robin, like Robin, Hood Robin Hood figures. Hoods, yeah. They give it they don't just rob it like I'm not saying what they're doing is good, but they're not selfish when they're robbing well, considering some people. Brazilian you know? governments have always been pretty like yeah. <laughs> bad, you know. Maybe it is maybe what they're doing was good. They didn't kill people too, which that is distinguishes true. Is, um, those three from you know the little uh, yeah Zepikenio. Um, what yeah. do they rob, by the way, when they when they, the when the when they are running oh, from the police do, when they yeah. do the big robbery? Yeah, I think that was either. Cause I'm actually not sure. It was either like a brothel or a casino or something yeah. that was like a hotel, maybe. Yeah, right. I yeah. think so, but like you know, they just robbed them and they they didn't know where Lil Z was. And they thought the police were starting. Yeah, they're on the run. Yeah. So they ran and they crashed their car. So basically, they they went from small heist to a bigger heist. They crash the car. Clipper breaks his leg. They all hide out in like the trees at night. And Clipper decides, oh, I'm gonna join the the like you know the ministry or something like that. Like be a man of God. And we don't see him again for the rest of the yeah, film. Yeah, I was like, scene happy ending for him, I well, guess. Well, the scene where he's, like, limping down the street, and you see the cops, like, aim at him. And then, and then the there's guy another kid, past, yeah. Yeah, the guy walking past just immediately turns around and runs from the police. I like to think that, like, if Clipper was the one to run from the police, he would have gotten shot. But, like, you know, he was just chilling there. And the, the dude has a suitcase and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, I didn't realize. I thought he just chose not to, like, act calm. I forgot he his, his leg yeah. was fucked up, and that's why he didn't run. But also, like, uh, what's it called? 
um, the scene where like the guy's gun goes off and it travels and it hits the mirror. <laughs> yeah, that was and it looks crazy. Like it's about to hit him. That's Ricocheted. a dude. That's a crazy shot. Shaggy falls in love with this one girl. When he first sees this girl, they play yeah. like dramatic music for a second. It's like very like, uh, like telenovela, like very like. And I guess that's the influence because it is Spanish. So not Spanish, but South American Latin. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bossa, no- Bossa Nova started in. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So it's, which... you're going to get some of that romantic element to it. The scene that broke my heart is when he's pushing the taxi. Oh, uh, and he and gets they... shot in the yeah. side. The dad finds out about um, Rocket's older brother's robbing and looting. Yeah. So he kicks him out. Yeah, and then he goes to uh, he goes to Lil Z and Benny for his money. Shoots him dead. Well, Lil Z killed everybody. Yeah, we don't find heist. out about it, but let's let's talk about it now. Yeah. Um, just chilling, dude. Like I think that even more than when the kid gets shot in the foot. Like watching the kid like kill these these innocent people and helpless people too. Like it's this kid is just sick. He's like a psycho and like. So young, it's scary. It's really scary. This is gonna sound super fucked up of me, but when when he killed the two people, like his first two victims, and just immediately started doing that demonic laugh. Yeah, he started laughing. I that was it, scary. I thought it was awesome. I'm sorry. Like, like I, thought I thought it was, it was scary, awesome. dude. Like that's like like I don't know. Watching something, someone that young be so evil is kind of like like ha. How do you see the world? How did he? He was a product of his environment, you know. Well, then he fled, and then he would just rob people, and went back to the city of God, and then that's when he was with Benny, and they were counting the money. Yeah. And Goose was like, "Oh, give me my money," you know. I'm like skipping town. Yeah. And he was like, "Wait, don't forget your gun." And then he turns it around and just shoots him dead, and it goes to the montage of him, dude. Ah, oh, that's such a good montage, and that that blends into the seventies. Yeah, you know, basically, because nothing really happened with Rocket. It's very dark, but at times it's very chill and hangouty, and yeah. like it's a vibe. Like when they're on the beach. Oh, every 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 scene on the beach is like, damn, ugh, beautiful man. It's such a beautiful cinematography. Oh, in the scene when they're uh, swimming in the lake, it's also yeah, another beautiful scene. And yeah. their kids, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's so crazy too to think. Oh, they were just swimming and their kids, and then like yeah. a day later. Little Z's just gunning down. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. It's <laughs> so just like people. Rocket's older now, and they're leaving. They're going to school or leaving school. I think they skip school and they go to the beach. And yeah. He's taking photos and doing like street photography, and he gets a kiss from what's her name? I forget. The girl. Um. Starts with an A. Yeah, I forget. The girl. I'm not good with character names to be honest with you. Um. When it comes to foreign films, it's kind of hard to remember. I, I remember Carrot because uh, yeah, Carrot, it, brought, it brought me yeah. back to Daddy Daycare. <laughs> you know, great Daddy Daycare reference. B-R-O-C-C-O-L. Although Daddy Daycare came a year after this. We did the, we we talked about Daddy Daycare at the right time. It's celebrating its 20th anniversary this year. Really? Yeah. Uh, they got a, they got a, like, uh, what's it called? Yeah, they have to upgrade it. it. They never upgraded to Blu-ray. It's still in standard definition. The, the scene with the shit would be so much better. <laughs> or the dead mouse. That would I wanna look see, great I want to see the, the iconic carrot and, and broccoli battle. <laughs> it's like it's like the cell games in Dragon Ball. Speaking um, of carrots in battle, there's a character named Carrot. That's why I yes. brought up Daddy Daycare. He's yeah. kind of like the head honcho of the 
the city well, drug dealing. Well, you get to see. So they're celebrating, I think, Lil Z's birthday or something like that. Him and Benny, and they're talking about the different rackets of like drug racket rackets, gang gangs, like you know that are going on, and. You know, he's like, well, let's just start tonight, you know, like, or let's just start now, like, taking out the rackets. But the only reason he didn't take out Carrot is because of the apartment, I think. Or there was, like, another reason. There was there was some reason why he didn't mess with Carrot. So he killed everybody it else. too except... big. Nah, it, it was something else than that, because I feel like Lil Z wouldn't care about too big or not. That's true. Um, but anyway, they decide, he decides, oh, like, we're not going to kill Carrot. And then I think it's, I think like the scene after that is when Rocket and his friend are like, let's do something bad. Let's rob a bus or something like that. And immediately when they get on the bus, they meet Knockout Ned, who we'll meet later in the film. But do you know who Knockout Ned is? He is, um, he is the guy who shoots it's very complicated, but he's one of the he's one of the guys who's like no killing with carrot, right? Well, I don't mean about this movie. Do you know who Knockout Ned is? You know where he's from? Oh or do no. You know what else he was in? He was no. in Life Aquatic. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I think his name is like Sway Jorge or something. I haven't like seen that. Life Aquatics. No. Oh, uh, well, yeah. He he plays he plays David Bowie songs on a classic. Did I say? Did I tell you I, I saw Astro City? It it's came out. No, it um. Well, it is, but it came out in in like New York and like uh, L.A. and specifically. And I I went to a a Q and A with with Jason Schwartzman as a guest, and it was good, man. It was a good movie. Jason Schwartzman uh, was in the you you watch. I think you should leave. No. Oh, he he was in the new season. He had like one like skit. On I know he voices the new villain in the Spider Man movie too. I have no intentions on seeing the new Spider Man movie. Oh, I'm sorry, like. Like, it's good. I, I don't know why. I just can't really do superhero movies right now. But uh, yeah, so we meet Knockout Ned, and he's like, I'm all about... Or they're about to like rob him of the money, and he's like, yeah. hey, you kids are from the city of God. And they're like, yeah. And then he's like, I'll let you guys go for free. And they're like, ah, oh, shit, we're not going <laughs> to rob him now. And he was like, I'm all about peace and love, man. And they're like, okay, let's rob this diner then. And they go there, and the girl's flirting with Rocket and gives him uh, her number and they're like, shit, we can't rob that. Well, let's let's rob this guy who's gonna pick us up. And it was a uh, Palisto. Um, that's like somebody from Sao Paulo, and um, Sao Paulo. And uh, what's it called? They were like, oh, we're gonna rob him. And he's like, and he's like, hey, I got a joint in there. You guys want to smoke? And they're listening <laughs> to rock music, just driving around. And they're like, we can't rob this guy, you know. So it shows that Rocket's not meant for the crime life, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just never, I like, know. I think Rocket just, I just took that as, like, just he never was going to do it. He just kept finding excuses not to. Well, I feel like the movie has to do a lot about luck because, like, Lil Z, because Lil Z grew up with a gang, so then he started doing gang stuff. Yeah, Lil Rocket, Z's kind of, flip, but Lil Z grew up in a gang with no killers. That's why I said, like, Lil Z, yeah, something's fucked, like, something's crazy. Like that guy is this. He made the it's guy scary. It's like a Michael Myers situation where, like, what really what drew this kid to kill? A lot of people are afraid of killing. Yeah, uh, frankly, Which like Vincent Castell is that character, all tough and like thinks he's so tough, couldn't do it. Yeah, this kid, this little kid, is thirsty for it and does it, does it 
like willingly and like does it to helpless people tied up. That's what makes it. He doesn't lose a minute of sleep of it, which is the crazy part. Yeah, that's what's scary. Like it's just like. I don't know. It's like a Joker thing. He's literally the Joker when he's ta- <laughs> when someone is like annoying him. He just shoots him. Benny buys new clothes and dyes his hair, but yeah. there's there's a song that's playing while that's happening, and it's from the it's from this musician. Uh, from the 70s in Brazil called Raul Sexas, S-E-I-X-A-S. Mm-hmm. And he, he's a great musician. Like, honestly, um, the song that's playing is called Metamorphose Ambulance, which translates in English to Walking Metamorphosis. <laughs> so not only is it a great song, so but changing, the title. Yeah, because yeah, you see him. He's, like, changing his things, you know? After, like, he has sex with the girl, and they're on the bed, like, smoking weed, listening to rock music, and he's yeah. like, I just want to get out of here, smoke weed, live on a farm, and listen to rock music. Like, that's such a vibe. That's what you I'm know? saying. Like, yeah, like, yeah. It's, like, like very hippie. It's very hip. Well, they're in the 70s. Yeah. So, and I'm sure that wave kind of took a little bit longer. It to did, hit because in Argentina, Brazil. the, like, hippie wave was in the 80s. When they played Kung Fu Fighting. Yeah, dude, dude, that scene. That's okay. It felt everybody was kung fu fighting in a movie with such so much misery and death, and 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 so much just grim shit. I was just so happy at that moment, just because like at that point everyone was, besides Lil Z, (laughs) everyone was, you know, it shows doing their thing. Everyone was happy. It made me forget that I, I saw a kid get shot in the foot like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> and then when the Z music changed with, yeah, and Benny, he starts yeah. fighting, fighting with uh, Lil Z and, it, it you know, epilepsy warning, <laughs> <laughs> it starts flashing um, just crazy. And that guy was meant to kill Lil Z too. He wasn't meant to kill Benny. Yeah. And you, you finally see Lil Z have some sort of emotion to someone. Because he, someone he loves finally is dead, and it seems like he finally understands the concept of death. Yeah, you know, he understands it, but then but like he finally goes on a spree. It, it hits, yeah, but it hits him. Like yeah. I've never seen like you never see emotion from him at all besides laughter, like sadistic yeah. laughter, joy from doing sick joy, yeah, stuff, yeah, sick joy or anger. You want to talk about the ending and what happened to the ultimate fate of Z? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Zeb Bacaniel. Uh, gets <laughs> gets shot by the uh the like poor kids that always steal from places, and he made one of the kids in his gang kill one of them. Like, like they are kind of like they fuck around with a bunch of shit, but they he basically hands them his gun, and then he's like, "We gotta we gotta rebuild or something like that." And then they yell, "This is a Soviet attack!" And then they just start shooting him, and then. Um, what's it called? Rocket takes the photo of him. Knockout Ned dies because he killed the one guy's father, and the one kid joined the gang just to kill Ned. Um, the Timoth- uh, Brazilian Timothy Chalamet gets shot in the truck. Parrot uh, <laughs> <laughs> gets arrested with somebody else. Um, yeah, just like uh, I don't. He gets shot by the yeah. He yeah. comes back to get him and bite him in the ass. It the- does, yeah. The reason why Z was shooting at the kids in the first place, they were just talking sh- shit about him. Yeah. And his ego is that fragile. 
that he get, it gets it gets to him. He doesn't kill the kid. He shoots him in the foot, which is kind of true. More he makes cool. another kid kill a kid. Yeah, yeah, which is that's what I'm saying. It's, it's even worse. Somehow, it's even worse than killing a kid. It comes back to bite him though, because the kids get revenge. Yeah, and at the moment, it seems very triumphant. But afterwards, the kids, like, when you're walking, they're like, oh, let's do this. Let's do this. Oh, and they're like, does anybody know how to write? And they're like, no, because they want to, like, write something on the wall or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Anybody know how to read or write? They're like, no. Yeah. So they've killed someone before they know how to read or write. It's another cold movies. A lot of these these movies are very cold-blooded and, like, depressing. Yeah. Great, great triple feature you got here. Thank you, thank you. I, um, I only aim for the best. I'm thinking glass shelf. I mean, glass case. I think this is like yeah. a classic. I do have my issues with it. Like, it does, the pacing's a little bit wonky, in my opinion. But other than that, I loved it. I was, I was kind of blown away of just like the filmmaking techniques. I'll say this. I'm giving it a top shelf. It is, it is a great movie in my eyes. I would say it's in like my top, like, 15 or something like that oh who's scream who is that oh uh it's uh the director of the movie set of the it's very convoluted it's sydney's brother spoilers for scream 3 but that's 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 the that's a reveal he he looks like somebody i know he's supposed to replicate quentin tarantino he's supposed to be like this hot shot director where's the where's the feet I don't know. And the N word. It's a, it it's it's one of the more controversial retconny uh, reveals of the series. Uh, I don't I don't mind it. This is like the meta like ending. No, this is when they go back to the events of the first one and they kind of recontextualize it in like a Sandman killed Uncle Ben way. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So people don't like it. I don't mind it because it's a silly Scooby Doo mystery like series. <laughs> Matthew That's why Willard. I love. Yeah, I love I love Scream. That's why I love the Scream series. I don't know why I'm explaining this to you right now, but what would you give ratings for City of God? Top shelf, um, you know, like I, it's like a movie that I would I would watch like once every year. Yeah. But like you know, like I love it, but you know, I don't want to give too many glass casings. But I also feel like I don't know. I I was I'm able to relate more with Lion than I can with City of God. Yeah. And there, that's the thing with like movies I watch. I want to have like a decent amount of relation not just be thrown into the world but like being thrown into that world it was top notch you yeah know? it's a great example of like yeah. if you're a beginner and for to, everybody if, to be like amateurs on like set basically yeah. like most of them amateurs like they killed it no it's great cinematography there's a lot of shots that remind me of the matrix when i went around yeah there's the one shot where uh, Rocket is like running, yeah, um, like around like a corner or something like that, and it just has like this crazy kind of just like turn with it. This is a great entry into like foreign film. I think this movie, yeah, that and Lahem, oh, they're great. They're very relatable, very tragic. You know, very easy to relate to the characters because we all can connect with with that in yeah. some way. You know, loss or isolation, know, isolation, yeah. Or just like feeling like you don't fit in, frustration. All the things you want to feel on yeah. a daily basis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you going to give the rating, though? Oh, top shelf. Top shelf? Yeah. Okay. It's shite being Scottish! With the lowest of the low! The scum of the fucking earth! Our third film is Train Spotting. Okay, yeah. So when I was in high school, 
probably my freshman year. I remember I, I've explained this to Ethan before, but I, I think I, it was just something along the lines of I pulled up movies about heroin because <laughs> I wanted to see a movie about heroin for some reason. And that's like one of the first things I got. There was another one. There was an Irish film. It's like Adam and something <clears throat> or like something in Adam. And it just follows a day in the life of two Irish guys who are heroin addicts. Uh, I forget the name of it. It's like not that I good. Think there's of a one movie. with Al Pacino in the seventies as well. What's it called? Yeah, and I just remember watching it and like I, I don't think I fully processed everything, but I would watch it like once a month when I was like fourteen to like sixteen. Bro, the funny thing is you ever read the book? My friend Dylan has the book. So it's written in like phonetically how they speak. Oh the, really? The book's like unreadable. The one scene we're jumping right into the spoilers, yeah. by the way. The one scene where um, the interview, the job interview, <laughs> and he's just going off after he takes like speed or something. Just to get my foot in the door. <laughs> I, that's when I turned on the subtitles. <laughs> I could not understand anything he was saying. Yeah, like, Spud. <laughs> yeah. I think he's my favorite character. I'm not going to lie. And he's in Julian Donkey Boy. He's the most innocent and like he's the one that honestly gets the worst because he goes to jail he's the only one that goes to jail yeah but Hugh and mcgregor gives him the money at the end yeah but he spends time saw it freshman year of college shout out liam ahern he showed it to me <laughs> um it was like during a series of like movies where he was just like yo you gotta see this yo you gotta see this and it was a lot of like film bro stuff that was like goodfellas mad max and then it was one of them was this and like I think this was my favorite one out of all of them, especially even Goodfellas at the time. I Damn. think Goodfellas is better now, but um, I think it's because of the pacing of this. This is like a 90-minute movie, but like so much happens. I know. And, and it's like all the phase and like time, kind of like how, I don't, know, I don't know how it feels like to be on like an addict on heroin. So like I don't know how like time works when you're on that shit. So like... I think it's like a mix of slow and fast. And that's your what, body's that's what the slow, movie... but like time just moves by faster. Well, that's exactly how the movie's paced. Tommy, when Tommy dies, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. How long has it been? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Like, he, there was this one moment where he's in the, like, he only has a few scenes, but like, it is. You know who Tommy is? You ever play MW2? That's him. He's soap. Ewan McGregor somehow makes this guy likable. Yeah. This guy is an ass. He ruins the life of his friend. He, he yeah but he he's steals. like he was an addict you know like he stole sex he didn't uh, he stole a sex tape and uh, ruined his 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 friend's life top 30 goals volume one or whatever <laughs> <laughs> like sure he 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 he's an addict but like he didn't need to take his, like, his friend's like tape that doesn't have to do with anything and it did create the downwards it did create yeah. the that's what i mean like it ruined his life he and he said never said sorry never admitted to it and then like but you then know. he gave tommy money for another hit when he visited him when he was how nice of how nice yeah, of him how nice, how of, nice him. of him and he after he was clean ball. after he was clean so he knew it was bad you no, know like, tommy wasn't yeah but he was he yeah. could have helped but he didn't even help out his friend after he knew yeah, but at the time, AIDS was a death sentence, so he was like, That's might true. as well give, you know. That's true. Well, I mean, like, at I the forgot, time, I forgot I mean, he died. Even... I forgot he died of AIDS. I thought he died well, of no, an he, overdose. No, he died of, like, some weird disease because the cat 
was shitting <laughs> everywhere and he was ingesting the fumes all day and then he had a stroke yeah. and then he it's explained <laughs> he at the funeral he, he just dies in such a comedically tragic way you know <laughs> the the high school girl yeah the wife in no country for old men that's her josh brolin's Luann? wife yeah oh shit i didn't yeah. know that um she's someone else too um oh she's meredith from brave that oh really wow she... scottish you know yeah. scottish it's shite being scottish <laughs> we're the lowest of the low some people That's hate the British. They are. Some people hate the British. They're just wankers. On the other hand, we're colonized by wankers. My fa- one of my favorite quotes from this movie is when he's at the nightclub in London and he's like, "In the future, yeah, I was gonna mention there'll be that. no there'll be no guys and girls. There'll be just wankers." And I'm fine I'm with fine that. Fine with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's such a cynic. At, he's like, an ally. Yeah, I love this character. I lo- like. Yeah. I love the character, even though he's such a shithead. What do you think of Begbie? Okay, do you remember Mr. McTade's class? Yeah. Do you remember the Hitler movie we watched? Yeah. That's Begbie. That was Begbie. That's Begbie. <laughs> I, um, I think I said that to you in class, too, because we sat next yes, to each right, other. That's, that's yeah. when you mentioned it. Oh, my God. Literally plays Hitler in another movie. So. <laughs> he, has, yeah. he has erectile dysfunction in the second oh, movie. Oh, that's hilarious. I, is it <laughs> worth watching? Yeah, like, like if... If you like train spotting, like if you yeah. enjoyed the movie and you've seen it multiple times, yeah. Like the, the character doesn't really go through an arc at the end. He he kind of is the same person he is. He claims that he's going to do better, but the shot selection doesn't really indicate that because it's clear. And then he says all the stuff that he's saying. I'm going to have the picket fence. I'm going to have the kid. I'm going to have the wife. Yeah, I'm going to have blah, blah. It, yeah. But it gets very unfocused. And then you see him smile. It's like, no, he's not going to do that. He has all this money right now. He's gonna probably blow it in a week. You gotta, you gotta watch. The I gotta watch one. the second one. Even though I didn't think it was like that, that good. Yeah, you should watch like Train Spotting too. too. Though, yeah. It's good. It'll like answer questions to like what you're questioning. It, does about. it end satisfying too? Train Spotting too. Yeah. Is it, like, actually, worthy yeah. No, actually, no. Like the the ending is very satisfying. Okay. Like like it is. Okay. I, the I'm ending because I know sequels, especially sequels that. Like have a long time before between one and two, but the, like it, it, the the bad and average on that is kind of spotty. Soundtrack's great. Moby uh, Moby's big on the soundtrack. What what plays at the end? The last song. Oh, I love that. song. That's a, an electronic group called Underworld, and the song's Born Slippy. That's how you know that it's, it's like sick. United Kingdom type. It's sick. Yeah. Wild boy, wild boy, angel boy in the doorway, boy. Yeah, all the electronic music in it. They have Iggy Pop, Lust for Life, in the beginning. Um, Lou Reed uh, for what's it called? Perfect Day when he's overdosing. The director, Danny Boyle. He's the other guy, yeah. the lower tier drug dealer. Um, He directed that movie yesterday as well. I still never that seen it. That was the it. only movie I've don't, seen from him. Otherwise, dude, I, I did not like it. 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 The premise is stupid as fuck. You know? <laughs> like, without... The Beatles, there would be no Radiohead, no Coldplay, you know? The f- no, that and, so like, if the, the Beatles be never existed and some guy just randomly started singing their songs, it would not become successful just like that. No. Like, it, it, it's a lot more to it than just the so- the songwriting. I've been listening to the Beatles a lot. Really? Recently. Yeah. How do you feel about the White Album? Um... Not my favorite, but it has some of their best songs. You know, it's hard to, like, deny that. I personally believe 
all of the uh, <clears throat> all, I... all of the George songs on it. Yeah, most of the John songs, some of the best Beatles songs. I was gonna say um, all McCartney songs on it just suck. Besides, like maybe uh, two of them. I, I kind of like. I was gonna say like I kind of like that the fact that, like it's basically just three solo albums. Yeah, you know? it basically is just three solo with Ringo. Albums. Yeah, with Ringo. <laughs> You know? Except on the first two songs, um, it's like their first three three solo albums, and it's their best material, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. If you're gonna judge it by that, and that's kind of how I judge the album because it's such a, uh, like weird release, you know. What's your favorite? A Beatles album. If you can name mm. it, or you can name top three if you don't feel comfortable naming the favorite. Yeah, my top three would have to be like Rubber Soul, Abbey Road, and. Uh, you know, the white album but the white album is like it's like a compilation it's, it's like it, yeah I, like the white album is kind of like third place easy like it's i, I, I it's, it's in between like abbey road and like rubber soul um i love the vibe of rubber soul i love like how it's just like the perfect mixture between new and old that was my first favorite beatles album mm-hmm. but my favorite is revolver i yeah. It had it has the, the 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 sequencing in that album. I'm not a big fan of the. I'm like, only I'm, sleeping though. Best Beatles song. I'll die on that fucking hill. Really, and it has the saddest Paul I, song for no one. I I like that song, but the last two tracks are just a one for me. I love "Got yeah. to Get You Back to like, Into God. My Life" and um, "Tomorrow Never Knows." Tomorrow Dude, Never that knows. song sounds like what it probably sounds like when you die. Um, the shit scene. For the season premiere uh, of season one, we talked about RV. Yeah. And there's a legendary shit scene in that one. I have RV on DVD, not on me. I used to have the live-action Fat Albert film in my car <laughs> with Keenan Thompson. I'm aware of that movie. I, I, I'm I sure it's terrible right now. Me and my friend were That's like, one I haven't seen in like 15 years. Well, me like and my RV. friend were like, we should record music. And we we're like, yeah. So I went to his house and we had no ideas. And I'm like, I have Fat Albert in the car. You want to drink Diet Coke? Get some McDonald's and watch, and watch Fat Albert. How'd that go? It went great. Uh, So the shit scene where basically he he got too hammered, woke up, uh, shit the bed, and then the mom was like, "Oh, I'll take the sheets." Everybody has a mess, and they're having a tug of war, and it opens and goes all over the family and all over the food. I didn't know what that was at first. I didn't know he shat himself. Yeah. I thought he was like bleeding at first. No, no, no. Well, that's what heroin addicts like. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. Usually shit their themselves. Um, and he was also drinking. How the, so? I was gonna ask you how does it compare to RV? Uh, the shit scene from RV. Are you you know the shit scene from RV? I do know the shit scene from yeah. RV where they have the tube. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say that one's a little worse because it's like a built. They built up the shit scene where that it was like yeah. the pacing again. The pacing was super quick and it goes everywhere. And then like Mark wakes up and has breakfast with this gr- yeah. this teenage girl's family that he just fucked from the night before. I'm gonna go on a little RV tangent. Yeah. But on the DVD they had a whole special, like a whole thing, like. Sp- like behind the scenes special for the DVD about the poop scene. Oh, and apparently, I have the DVD too. I should pop yeah, it in pop when it I go in. home tomorrow. Yeah, it's very interesting. RV is a very scatological movie at moments also, which is very exciting for me because, you know, I think that fecal matter jokes are always hilarious. That was one they had to work on for weeks to try and get the right consistency. What is that? No, put, do we put lumps in it? Corn? The, the DVD menu is iconic. It's like the, both the Gornegies, uh RV and the... Um, and the Monroe's RV. 
battling against wow, each other. Wow, you really know your shit. I, I wouldn't have rem- I, I, you could have. I love I love RV man. I'm the biggest RV fan out here. I'm. You could have said be... for a million bucks, name the two families in RV, and I would have never gotten the Gornegies and, and the, the Monroes. Monroes. Yeah, and Monroes are the Robin William and the Gornegies yeah. are uh, are the Jeff Daniels family. Yeah, cowboy family, iconic cowboy family. What other scenes? Uh, when he overdoses. Yeah. You ever go to the oh the, when he room? sinks into the rug? Yeah. I never. I've, okay, I've only been to the emergency room once. That was when I had like an asthma attack when I was like ten. I had I had an experience. I'm not gonna go into detail, but I had an experience that was kind of like Renton's. Oh really? Going into the, not like that deep of level, yeah. but like where like I didn't know what was going on. Right. And I remember that that scene is like actually how it is in real life because I was like, like accurate. Yeah, because yeah. I was being like pushed along a stretcher and my head was also like cocked down to the side and i was like looking at all these people just passing by but like not being able to like make their face and all that stuff yeah like a scary thing like like i watched it before that happened and then watching watching it happen after that you see like that's like kind of like i watched no country for old men didn't get into a car car accident accident, and then i got into one and i was like okay that like hits a little different yeah. now you know because it's like accurate you know i like the scene where like begbie goes like finds renton where he's living and then uh what's it called he uh he's like give me a pack of smokes and you just see this the packs of cigarettes kind of pile yeah, up pile in the up corner. i love how like he, no matter how hard he, he can't escape his friends yeah They'll always just follow him his mates why'd you he's a mate that that's the thing when Tommy's working out and he's talking about like uh Begbie beating that guy in, in like the pool bar or whatever. Yeah. And I had I had to use the subtitles for that because I kept hearing him say he's a mate, but I had no clue that's what he was saying. And I'm like, he's yeah. what is he? I have no what is, <laughs> like what? He's a mate. I think this is just like the most rewatchable one out of all of them. The most uplifting out of all of them because it has an optimistic ending. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a, a top shelf. I'll How give it a you? top shelf as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely a movie that everybody should watch. No. Then Air Reference. Oh, a Nike yeah. shoes. I guess so. Have you seen that movie? No. I listen. Um, I listened to the bonus episode though. Oh yeah. Everybody check out the bonus episode. It's a great dad movie. I don't know if I mentioned it in the pod, but okay. Um, I yeah. have one more thing. I have I was a little say, quiz. Is there any? Yeah, any fun games? Any quizzes? Yeah. This is my favorite part actually. Remember how I mentioned that I went to like an Astral World, Astral World, <laughs> Travis Scott, Astral, <laughs> Astral City uh, premiere? Yeah, just don't go into the mosh pit. They gave away these cool little Astral City keychain thingies. You can win this. Uh, if you get four out of the seven questions, and these are questions based on like the previous episode. So uh, let's see if you have a good memory of what we discussed. Oh, the previous episode between me and you? Yeah. Uh, okay. You ready? Yeah. What newly released A24 film did we talk about? The Whale. You are correct. Yes. Okay. Um, In the Royal Tenenbaums, we talked about Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller. Name three Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller movies. Oh. Uh, that are not Royal Tenenbaums. Okay, yeah. Um, Meet the Parents. Okay. Can I say Meet the Fockers? I'm not gonna. No. You're not gonna do that it. Uh, Starsky and Hutch. 
Unless you just Zoolander. Yes. Zoolander. Yeah. yeah. You could pull up Starsky and Hutch. I've never uh, Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, they're, I think they're like cops. I don't know. It seems funny. I don't see it. It's a house made for ants. I'll, I'll oh, I see it. it. I see it. You do? Uh, yeah, it's like a 70s throwback-ish uh, thing. Looks terrible, but maybe it's funny. I don't know. Um, it's always on TV. <laughs> it's like one of those Yeah, it movies. turns like a TBS type of movie. What actress appears in both Daddy Daycare and Royal Tenenbaums? Angelica Houston. I almost yes. forgot her name. Yes. I was going to say Morticia. Um, she also <laughs> appears Morticia Adams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel um, like I feel like if I forgot the name and I and I said Morticia Adams and she also dated Jack Nicholson, I should have gotten it. <laughs> um, she's also in Buffalo '66, a movie we covered on the podcast. We have to talk about um, Vin- Vincent Gallo. We have to talk about it a little, right uh, now. Right now, okay. My one friend that I made on tour, he runs like the label that I'm on uh-huh. or one of my projects. Uh, we we usually talk once a week, and every time we talk, we talk for like four hours, and it's always at like eleven at night. Yeah. So like we're, we're always like sleep deprived at the end. He mentioned to me, he's like, "Do you know who Vincent Gallo is?" Because I was talking about like some movie, and I'm like, "No," and he's like, "Pull up his website. Have you ever yeah. pulled up his yeah, website?" Yeah, we talked about it on the podcast. Uh, on his, he has like a date thing where he, like you Dude, pay like the best one half a was million dollars even on a though date. even though he's a fan of Derek Jeter, he does not want an interracial relationship. That is so fucking <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> I did not like, read that. That's actually funny. <laughs> I'm not even joking when I read that because like Yankees. I didn't fans, know he was a Yankee fan. Well, I, I didn't take him as a Yankee. Like fan. I know that you're not just a Yankees fan, but a big Derek Jeter fan. Yeah. The other guys, Derek Jeter's and the other guys. I've never seen the other guys. Oh, Mark no. Wahlberg shoots him in the leg. Okay, wow. <laughs> That's not a spoiler. Is The Rock that one? <laughs> he is, okay. yeah. The Rock, Samuel Jackson, Will Ferrell, Eva Mendez. That's nice cast. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, I just wanted to mention that, that I stumbled upon the website, and I was Have you seen any of his movies? No, I need to see Buffalo 66. I Incredible. need to. Incredible. Yeah. Isn't like, there a movie where he like Chloe Sevigny gives him a blowjob? Yeah, that's his other movie. I haven't seen that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, I heard that one's kind of okay, but yeah. Oh, okay. Let's get back to the questions. Okay, Angelica so... Houston's great in that movie, though. Name five songs from the Royal Tenenbaum soundtrack. Okay. Hey Jude. Okay. Um, Fly from Nick Drake when he's on the bus. Um, what's it called? Uh, These Days from Nico. Me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Oh, fuck. Why'd you give me five? And there's so many songs. I should know this. Uh, uh, let me think of scenes. Let me think of scenes. Uh-huh. No, this this would have been my win. Um, What's it called? There has oh oh uh Five, April uh four, what's it called April three. stays from Simon and Garfunkel. There was uh Rock the Casbah. No no the best scene Needle in the Hay. Oh Needle in the Hay Sam Elliott yeah. I I am pissed at myself. <laughs> you, you don't give it to me considering yeah. that I for that I okay. I was listening to Elliot Smith on the way here. Oh Sam Elliott Elliot Smith my bad. I was listening to Elliot Smith. is an actor. Yes. <laughs> I was listening to Elliot Smith on the way here, and I'm fucking pissed at myself that I didn't get that. Wow. What what a fan I am. And I even said fly from Nick Drake. That's, like, not even, like, 
a big song, really. What film was? What was the film that was filmed concurrently with No Country for Old Men? There will be blood. All right, why uh, you yeah, win? Well, there I you go. It, I still want to. I still want to answer. Yeah, we'll answer the questions, but yeah. here's your little alien dude. Thank you, I appreciate it. It might be rare someday. Who knows? That's true. Oh, out of the kids from Daddy Daycare, who was a successful actor? Elle Fanning. Okay, yes. <laughs> List the three of the kids' names. Like in real re life? No, no, no. In, oh, okay, in Max, Nikki. I almost said Dimitri. <laughs> Demetrius. Uh, Becca. Try to go as much. Try to go more. Yeah. Try to go um, Tony. Okay. Christopher. Tony's Flash. Yeah, Tony is Flash. Yeah. Uh. Ben. Oh my God! I forgot Ben. ben. Dude, yeah. I'm forgetting all the obvious <laughs> things that I. Um, and the last question is. Oh, that was the last question. Oh, that was a little bit anticlimactic. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, it was only six. Was it six? One, two, three. Was that six questions? That was seven questions. Yeah. Uh, do you want to shout out anything before the episode ends? Uh, yeah. I mean, um, my my band Jazz Three Hundred. Um, we've been recording stuff. You can check you can check us out on YouTube. We've been posting just jams we've been doing, but we actually have an album in the way. the uh, The name of the YouTube channel is Vamanos Pest Pest. Uh, named after the Breaking Bad episode. And just pull up Vamanos Pest Argentina Dog or Argentinian Dog. That's one of the jams we have. Thank you for listening if you made it this far. Uh, it's, sorry for you know kicking off the second season on a depressing note. But uh, uh, this is what Danny wanted to watch. And I don't, I, don't, I, don't mind, I don't mind it because it's great cinema. Um, and, you know, we, don't, we usually don't do foreign films. So it was cool that we did it. Yeah, Follow the Instagram page. Um, and um, till next time. Do, 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 do.